the Smash Daily Podcast. Weekdays 4 to 6 on 107.1, the Big Z. Radio for the Riverbend. I tell you what, it is a magnificent day. It's supposed to be more of the same tomorrow. I'm talking about temperatures and everything. This is not like 15 degrees. I'd rather sweat than freeze any day. By the way, in case you uh, need to know, the Cardinals, Yachty, just got up to the plate and hit a two-run home run. So Cardinals two, and I can't tell who they're playing. Marlins, that's it. So Cardinals 2, Marlins 0. All right, let's go Cards. Tomorrow opening day here in St. Louis. That'll be great. Ed Wheatley will be on. Talk that thing up because he knows Cardinals baseball. He knows MLB. If anybody knows baseball anywhere in these great United States, it is Ed Wheatley. All part of the crack team here known as Smash Daily. 107.1 FM, the big Z. One of the things I always like to do. Turn you on to good stuff, good people. And one of those good stuffs, one of those good people is Jason Bruno. Bruno Construction. And uh, I tell you what, Jason, uh, my voice all of a sudden, I, I kind of like turned into Don Vito Corleone. I was watching <laughs> The Godfather last night, and all of a sudden I got that husk to my my voice. I don't know what happened. Hey, how you doing, partner? I'm good. How you doing, Smash? Having um, a great day, oh? Oh, yeah, having a great day. I, I tell you what, you know, I like it here at WBGZ. I'm just wondering, you know, Nick Dar, the VPGM, we call him the commander. You know him a little better than me. Do you think uh, April 12th, when it's the anniversary, the one-year anniversary of Icer smashing in here uh, in Alton and here on WBG, is he the type of guy who would throw me like a lavish type of party here in the studio? Well, I think definitely. You know, he's a very generous man, and I think when he sees the talent and value that you bring to the team, I think that's a no-brainer. Well, then why does he never talk to me? Uh, anyhow, <laughs> I appreciate you being on the air here. One of the things I always like to do, and that is turn people on to good stuff and turn people on to good people. And that's Jason Bruno, got one of the big construction companies around here. You build everything, don't you, Jace? We do. Uh, we help uh, everybody in the Riverbend area surrounding the Riverbend, St. Louis side, Illinois side. Uh, we do anything from new construction, remodeling to yep. insurance claim work. Yep. Website. Would it be? BrunoConstructionDesign.com. How are you spelling Bruno nowadays? B-R-U-N-A-U-G-H. You better remember that. I tell you, you need anything built. Jason Bruno right there. I've seen his work, and one of the places I've seen his work is out of his shop. And on Wednesdays, you lead a team of 
just normal people building bunk beds for these kids who don't have a place to sleep because it's like it says, you know, sleep in heavenly peace. That is the the name of the organization. But what is it? No kid sleeps uh, on the floor in our town, right? That is correct. No kid sleeps on the floor in our town. That's right. It buddy. started in 2012 out in, in uh, Twin Falls, Idaho. Uh-huh. And now there's over 250 chapters across Shoot. the nation building nice. bunk beds in their town. Nice. And if somebody would like to join on Wednesday nights, you do the construction on all this. And so, you know, if people want to come on out and help, you show them what to do so you don't have to worry about, well, I really don't know how to do this kind of stuff. Don't worry about it because Jace is going to show you no problems whatsoever. If people need more information on that, if people need to know exactly where that is, what kind of information we need to give them, partner? That's great. Uh, our Facebook page is uh, Sleep in Heavenly Peace, Illinois Alton. Mm-hmm. Uh, the website is shpbeds.org. And our local shop is at 10 Crossroads Court in Alton. That's right across from the Comfort Inn parking lot off of College Avenue. Beautiful. And the beds that are built are quality beds. They're sturdy beds, not these shaky beds. I've seen bunk beds before, and sometimes, you know, they're shaky it's kind of like, I don't know if I, even if I was one of the kids getting in the bunk bed, I don't know if I want to get in the bunk because it's shaky. But these, man, these things are sturdy. And these are beds, in reality, uh, with me at least, these are beds that can go on into and through the family because once a kid grows up and maybe it goes to a bigger bed, then maybe a little brother or sister or maybe a cousin can come on in and no kid sleeps on the floor in our town. That is correct. Yeah, these beds are well-quality-made beds. They yep. would definitely handle the size men that you and I are. Yeah. And uh, we build yeah. them for ages 3 to 17. So even a 17-year-old kid, it's a twin mattress. It's not a toddler bed. Uh, they're full-size twin mattresses. Yeah. And uh, the teenagers enjoy them as well. And so they can well last past the first kid that we give them to. Mm-hmm. Is there any way possible, like if I wanted one of these beds for myself, um, that you could put like speakers at the head, so in case I, you know, want to go to sleep listening to the soothing sounds of Montevante, or maybe something, you know, Wang Dang style from Ted Nugent, I could have that covered. Well, anything's possible. We'd uh, we do that for you on the side as a custom project, but we sure make that happen. It would be a custom project. Listen, everybody, I'd like to have fun. I'd like to turn you on to the fact that you can involve yourself. And as we say in church, bless, and you will be blessed. So once again, the website that people need to come to so that they can see that there is some construction work going on tonight. And yeah, you still got time to get there tonight and do a little constructing. What is it, Jace? Website is shpbeds.org. And every Wednesday night, we're building from 5 till 8 p.m. at our shop in Alton. And our next upcoming full build day is on Saturday, April 24th from 9 a.m. to noon. Nice. All right. Well, I'll talk to you more before then, but that's Jason Bruno right there. He does good stuff. Just good stuff here in the River Bend. Appreciate it, partner. I'll talk to you later. Thanks, Smash. No, Have brother. a good one. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm song. My power is turned up. right now. I'll be strong. Still got a lot of fire left in me. Lisa DeHaan, 
life coach extraordinaire. What, what is it? Liesl Coaches. It's Duhon Coaches. Yeah, That's Duhon you got, Coaches. You got it right. It. Duhon okay. Coaches. Hey, I'm a little scattered today, but that don't matter because here we are, you and I. Now, I forgot to call you a little bit earlier as to what we're going to be putting forth today. So tell me. So I would love to talk to everybody about recharging our batteries. I think Let's that go. Definitely. You know, it's kind of, isn't it? Do you feel like you need that sometimes? How's it going for you? Well, I tell you what, let me put it this way. The little bunny rabbit ain't beating on that tom-tom drum of his. <laughs> okay, so let's talk yeah, about that Yeah, I could use a, a recharge, bit. yeah. All right, well, say, basically, you know, what I like to say is, like, basically there are some signs of burnout that you want to watch out for, whether it's at work or home. And, you know, there are lots of different signs, and some of those I can just talk about a little bit here. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to ask question do you hate this is just kind of not to you directly unless you want to answer it but i'm just asking our listeners out there do you often feel like you hate your job or constantly are you kind of becoming cynical and negative in your thinking you know what is you know for me i love coming to alton every day monday through friday and doing Mm -hmm. smash daily Uh, i love the station i love the people over here so i'm cool you know, I've been out of the You're radio lucky. business for yeah, like, you yeah, love I'm lucky. Your job. I've been out for like ten years and uh, just called it retirement, and that was wonderful. Then it's kind of like, wow, they're opening up this new radio station, my mix ninety four point three. So I called. I wind up talking with the uh, the commander, VPGM Nick Dar, and I wind up doing a talk show here on the uh, on the talk station. So I don't hate my job. I tell you what, I I sometimes hate from the early days. All right, not this because I love it here. But in the early days, man, uh, what I hate is phonies and backstabbers and all that kind of stuff. And so they they wear you down because you not only have to deal with their crap, but you also got to be watching your back, do you not? Yes, and I have one word of advice for you that I learned from a dear friend of mine. Come on. When you're dealing with difficult people or people like you call maybe trying to get ahead in the world, yeah. and let's face it, you are in a cutthroat industry. Oh, boy. And sometimes people are working hard to get ahead, and I think a lot of you listeners can relate to that. You're in a very competitive market. Maybe mm-hmm. you're salespeople, or maybe you're in a competitive business, you know, and you've got a lot of competitors you're yeah. working out with. But what I would say to you is you have to kill them with love, so to speak. She uh-huh. always said that. Right. Send the love forward. Yes. Just kill them with positivity. Kill them don't, with kindness. Right. Absolutely. You know, you don't want to do what they do in yeah, return because that right. just builds up the negativity and the hate and all of that good stuff. So yeah. that you just stop that in its tracks mm-hmm. and you find a different path mm-hmm. and you can become curious. And, you know, there are many ways and solutions. In fact, I coach people with this a lot, yeah. dealing with difficult people or how to work against your competition in a positive way and how to build your business. Yeah. There are lots of ways that we can do this without actually resorting to their level. Right? Right, but let me throw this at you. Okay. Sometimes you got to deal with these people like that because they force you. In other words, I remember working in certain radio situations. And one thing I hate is phonies. All right. The pity of my situation was I had to be phony because these people were being phony. And mm. and I kind of like didn't want to jeopardize myself. But if I wasn't phony, then, hey, these guys are going to slip my throat over here. So I played with it. No problem whatsoever. Made a nice 45-year career in the radio business. But mm-hmm. uh, you just got to watch out 
for the phonies, how do you do that, Lisa? Well, here's what I say is like you really need to be authentic to yourself. Sure. There you and go. so sometimes what that means is you may have to change jobs or you may need to find a different partner if you're, say, yeah. say doing a radio show with somebody. Yeah. And the other person you're talking to isn't being authentic, isn't being their true self is just, you know, playing this phony role. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes you just have to have a, a heart-to-heart with them, not on the air, probably. Really? But just honestly, you actually have to go out and be vulnerable to them. Wow, And if something really? happens, for example, like something that makes you feel uncomfortable, or you know they're not really telling you the whole story, there's a reason. They are probably very insecure about that particular mm-hmm. topic or mm-hmm. about their position. Yeah. And so the one of the things I work on in my coaching is how do you open up communications with the quote-unquote phonies or the people who are yeah. insecure? Yeah, but and what, what, what it if you don't? From us is bigger. What if you don't want to communicate with them because you know they're lying and they're backstabbing and they're punks and all that? Well, if you have it, that difficulty, you still can try because I actually am a positive right. person. All if right. you think that there's absolutely no hope, you need to verify that through demonstration, which mm-hmm. means reaching out and mm-hmm. being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And I'll just give you like a real kind of a good example of no. this. Say you're talking with someone on the air and, you know, you're trying to have a heart to heart with them about a specific situation yeah. like you do, you do so well. And all they do is joke about it or actually make it into a joke that actually turns it around on you and makes you look foolish on the air mm-hmm. because they mm-hmm. won't go there. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So after the show's over, what I would say, you know, calm down and figure out how you're going to do this. But in a vulnerable way, you need to say, hey, you know, I, I was glad we were able to start this conversation. Yeah. And I, you know, think of one thing that you thought is good. That might be hard. But just say, I like the way you did this. And yet, yeah. and then when it got into this area, it made me feel very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And instead of saying you, 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 you can mm-hmm. say, it made me feel a little bit of comfortable, uncomfortable when yeah. you were unwilling to talk about that personally. And mm-hmm. then you put it back on me and kind of made it into a joke and made me feel a little foolish. Yeah. Do you think we could do that differently next time? And just see how they react. Try to have a dialogue opening up, but becoming having an open communication requires you to be vulnerable. Yeah. That means you have to show your feelings to somebody, even though it's hard. Yeah, but you know you know what, Lisa, a punk is always mm-hmm. going to be a punk, you know? So, mm-hmm. I mean, you know. In terms you, of a bully, you're thinking more like well, a yeah, bully. That a kinda, punk. Yeah, yeah, a punk is a punk, but mm-hmm. that's just me in my younger days. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and the thing about it is, it is such... A crazy, just to use the term market as far as vocations is concerned, because people are getting cut out of their jobs. And you got to be sometimes a certain way. Sometimes you got to be phony to the truth so that you can at least stay in position and have that job so you can support your family. How are you going to slide off like that? I guess the same techniques or what? Well, um, it is a tough situation. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about it. Yep. And there isn't one easy answer. The only thing that I could say is that, you know, if you have a bully or someone like that, you can always go to your supervisor and talk to them. Oh, if you then, feel you're, it's then, you're, no, no. then you're a rat. You know? Lisa, you're a rat at that point in time. Well, you, can't rat. you can't be a rat. <laughs> right? I mean, that's, well, that's ratting. Don't they always say you have to find a way to stand up to bullies? But what my experience has been in bullies is actually they're the scaredest ones on the yeah, block. Yeah, that's, that, that I believe is true because I've had the same uh, situation and once again i hate to say it but sometimes you just got to beat the bully's ass uh, so they ain't going to be bullying you no more well there's one there's two or three methodologies mm. one is to 
which is, it is challenging, but I do challenge you all to do this. If you're mm-hmm. dealing with someone who is sort of like a punk in your life or yeah. a bully, yeah. try to see that person as a five-year-old innocent child, because that person is still in there. Even though this person might have some baggage that needs to be unloaded, and it's incredible what this guy or person has done to you. Mm-hmm. Do your very best to see that person as a five-year-old. Mm. And if you can look into their eyes and mm. see that, there may be something in that little punk that you actually like. And you wow. see that little vulnerable person. <laughs> now, that's where you start. Did life coach just call somebody a punk? That was beautiful, kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm using your words. Sorry, I'm just using uh, your words. That's fantastic. Duhan, D-U-H-O-N, Duhan Coaches. That's where you're going to find Lisa over there, and she can help you magnificently because, as you just saw, you just heard, she knows how to slide into the verbiage of what's going to make it understandable to you. That's what a life coach does. That's Lisa Duhan right there. Hey, a pleasure talking to you, kid. Well, you know, you threw me some fast Had to. Had to. But it's always interesting, right? Yeah, always. But here's what makes it interesting is that I can throw you, from my experience and experience I've seen of others, I can throw you anything. And you, as the life coach that you are, you know how to angle things. You know how to bounce off of things. You know how to deliver some sort of resolution to whatever needs to be resolved. That's why you are Liesl DeHaan, that's why DeHaanCoaches.com, people are going on over there and checking you out and making whatever arrangements they make for a need of a, of a life coach. So bravo bravo to you, young lady. I appreciate you even helping me out because, man, sometimes I think about this stuff and I just get angry. And I don't want to get so angry that the anger and the consternation keeps me from working at my full potential because then the other guy wins. Isn't it right? That's absolutely right. And it just makes you miserable. You're so observant in that. You know, let's focus on trying to, you kind of have to work on yourself first. So there's, there's a couple things that we do as a life coach is we create together, we solve problems together and that's how we start. And, you know, eventually we're going to get there. You know, it may take several sessions to get there, but we work on it together. That's Liesl DeHaan. Again, DuHan, D-U-H-O-N, DuHanCoaches.com. I'll talk to you you next week, kid. I thank you very, very much for that look into my situation. I'm sure it's a situation of a lot of people who are out there listening here on WBGZ. Talk to you next week, youngster. Take care. I'll be hope. I'll be rooting for you. <laughs> okay. Thanks a lot. Here we go. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm right song. My power is turned on. right now. I'll be strong. I'll play my fight song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Cause I still got a lot of fight left in me. No, I've still got a lot of fight left in me. Smash, digging a smash. Smash Daily on the Big Z. Smash Daily Friday afternoon, 4 to 6 o'clock on April 9th. We're going to be live at the 2021 Builders Home Show at the St. Charles Convention Center. I got you covered with all kinds of guests and experts who shall enlighten you with expertise that will better your home and uplift your life. Smash Daily on 1570 AM, 107.1 FM, online at altondailynews.com. And don't forget smashdaily.com, live in St. Charles from the 2021 Builders Home Show on WBGZ. 
Are you ready for some rock and roll in your face, football? Get down, get set for one heck of a time. Weather in the war, down the floor, it's like nothing of this kind. A guaranteed non-stop, certified red hot, knock against the wall. Arena football, arena football. It's not a game for the weekend, huh? Only the strong survive. When the ball comes off and we found it, you know that it's still alive. It's in your face, rock and roll, hit them high, hit them low. It's not just against the wall. Arena football, arena football. A guaranteed non-stop, certified Bringing football back to the Lou Arena football is back in town, baby. And I got the coach of the new team, the St. Louis Bandits. Coach Hunt, how you doing, partner? Hey, I'm, I'm doing great, Smash, man. Thank you for having me on. Oh, yeah, definitely. Now, are you a St. <laughs> Louisan? You coming in from out of town for the Arena Football League? What you doing? This is my actually hometown. Uh, oh, fantastic. I, fortunately, I've been out of state uh, with different clubs, but I mean, yeah. happy to be blessed to be here. Right. Oh, man. Arena football to me. And I understand, you know, NFL football and all that, and that's fun action. But you want to talk about action. You want to talk about fast pace. You want to talk about, I mean, hits. And one of the great things uh, about it is you can get rammed into the wall. It's almost like hockey in a way that they play a football. <laughs> right, right. And before we get to anything, when does arena football start up here? Over at the uh, family uh, arena. Well, we uh, man, we kick off uh, April seventeenth is our home opener. Uh, yeah. uh, the doors open up at six o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, game time is kickoff at seven o five. We was actually we was originally supposed to play uh, in March, but uh, due to the COVID and also due to the ambush, you know, yeah. their schedule and stuff, they were doing so awesome in the playoffs, and you know, so yeah. we had to pretty much uh, change the schedule according. Yeah. But I'm I'm excited for the home opener. The players are excited. Um, I can't wait. Let's talk about the way the game plays because a lot of people are going to be saying, you know, I love football. And if you can have the mindset of the NFL and yet at the same time do it action-wise like arena football does, oh, this is going to be good. The team and the players, let's start with the players. There's eight men on the field. Am I thinking correctly? Yes, sir. There's eight on each side. Correct. All right. So in this, as I understand it, and I don't know the numbers. You know the numbers better than me, Coach. And – it's like four got to be offense, three got to be defense because you got to be multifaceted to be one of the eight players that is actually on the field because the 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 field is only like fifty yards long and about eighty five wide. Am I thinking correctly? Yes, sir. You're correct. And in that, there's going to be a lot of man. You got to be fast. You got to <laughs> be able to. I mean, I'm I'm serious. I'm yeah. looking at the athletes. You got to right. be able to cut. You got to be able to burst speed from that cut, right? And go, right. go for the ball, and okay, I'm talking more than a coach. I shouldn't do that. So <laughs> no, okay. I'm just excited about it because I, I love football, and of course, arena football. Man, I love arena football, and one of my friends turned me on to it, and that's uh, Paul Arca, who I used to work radio with for so many years here in St. Louis. <laughs> one of the great things about uh, cousin Paulie, I call him. 
he's going to be chaplain for the team, right, on? Yeah, yeah, we're we're excited. We're excited for Paul to be the chaplain. Also, he's going to uh, be our PA now, so yeah. for the uh, San Luis Band. So we're excited. We're yeah. definitely excited. We need, and then I think the players need that. You know, from being away from home. Mm-hmm. You know, last time cousin Paulie actually played football was on one of those electric uh, table things, and it vibrated, and the players just went like that as far as they could go. But he's a great, great uh, football mind there. But Cousin Paulie, I love you. So the team, the team, tell me about the team. Let's let's go there. A lot of people are saying, well, a lot of these guys, they go – I'm sorry, Coach, I'm talking too much. Go, Coach. No, no, you good. No, the, the, the players that, that we bring in, and the one thing that we wanted to uh, you know bring in, and that's the first thought with my coaching staff, uh, to bring in NFL guys, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you got a lot of guys that want to play this game, can't play this game. You know, and I know a lot of yeah. players that I have come in are NFL have NFL ties. My quarterbacks are Detroit Lions, Green Bay Packers. Nice. Uh, my receiver just came in today. D. Yep. Washington has Daryl Washington. His brother played for the Arizona Cardinals. Wow. Uh, he also, D. Washington, also was an Indianapolis coach. Kevin Rogers also was with the Vikings, Rams, and Baltimore Ravens. He's our safety. Uh, we have a couple of Battlehawks. We have a, a lot of NFL guys. I'm I'm excited to see yeah. these guys on the field. My receiver I just brought in. He's about five eight five nine. He's a four two nine forty. He's one of electrifying uh, nice. receivers yeah. uh, in the indoor game. So we're going to put up some some, some points. Uh, uh, my defense coordinator, Lee Johnson, Missoula alumni, also played for the Chiefs, won two both the Redskins. I'm excited to have him. I worked with him in San Antonio for three seasons. We yeah. had the number one offense. We had the number two defense uh, in Arena One. We went to the went to the playoffs. We had home field advantage. So I'm yeah. just excited for the for the fans to see what we're getting ready to put on the field. Well, let's uh, let's talk about what you're going for. All right. So in the NFL. They go for the Super Bowl. What is right. the final thing you need to get to for a magnificent season? Well, we first of all, you know, we have a, a first round, second round championship. So yep. in this in, in this league, it's called the Arena, an American Arena League, which would mm-hmm. be the AAL Championship. So mm-hmm. our goal is to try to win it all. Yeah. Uh, you know, with a short season being COVID, uh, we only able to play uh, four four home games, and plus we have uh, three playoff seasons. So we're trying to win out and to trying to bring a championship. Gotcha. To the St. Louis area. Yeah. That's what that's our goal. That'd be fantastic, man. And once again, well, I haven't even put it forth. What is the website that people might go to or the Facebook site that people might go to or the Instagram that people might go to to get more information? Well, you you can go to stlewisbanditsfootball.com. We have an Instagram. We also have Twitter, yeah. uh, Facebook, all on the actual uh, main page. Yeah. Uh, also, Ticketmaster selling tickets as we speak. Uh, the first night, and also every home game, the kids get in $5 off for admission, a general admission. So mm-hmm. I'm doing that because most of the kids, first of all, during the COVID have been, you know, inside their homes, yeah. not able to do too much. So I wanted to make this a special day for them. How about you, Coach Hunt? What is your football background, man? Well, hey, you know, it's funny, uh, you know, played play a little college, you know, play, didn't play any football other yeah. than that. Uh, yeah. Been coaching. I had a workout with the Rams uh, in ni- 1998. Uh, also with the Dallas Cowboys, had yeah. a workout, a uh, three-day rookie camp. Uh, and then my my after that, Gary Reasons that played for the uh, New York Giants yeah. gave me gave me my first stardom. Uh, uh, worked worked with him. Uh, he worked for uh, Brian Belichick, and then he yeah. worked with Bill Parcells. So he uh, tutored me, brought me in, worked with him for four years, and then after that, my career took off. So I'm 
blessed to, to be yeah. back home. First of all, uh, I give God the praise and, yeah. and, and actually bring a team here to St. Louis. And I'm, I'm, I'm just so excited. I can't wait. Well, listening to your credentials right there and the players you got uh, coming, I say we could change it from players to players. That, just, yes, sir. Yes, sir. That, that's the goal. And uh, <laughs> my quarterback just landed here yesterday. He's yeah. very excited. We also have Drew Hare. I want to. I do want to uh, give a shout out to him. He's yeah, local. Yeah. He was with in the Orange Bowl. He's played at NIU. Yeah. Also was with the Bears. So uh, excited for him uh, this season as well. So we got some. See, we got some great Paul players. I'm excited. Players. All right. So, <laughs> so let me ask you this, Coach. And um, and that is, it's a tight field. Like I said, the 50 yards yes, by sir. by long by. 85 wide, but you're hitting a wall there. What happens when you hit the wall? Is that out of bounds? You can uh, bounce off of it? No, it's, it, it's live. Actually, the wall is like live. Yeah. Uh, if the ball bounces off the side of the wall, the ball is considered live. Even if you go over the wall and yeah. and you uh, catch the ball yeah. and you come up with it's it, the ball is if it's a catch, it's a touchdown, or if the ball could be a catch. The ball <laughs> doesn't move. I mean, the, the board doesn't move. We know. Uh, players are aware of that. It's a very, very dangerous game. I mean, guys can fly yeah. over the wall right. to the stands. Yeah. I tell you what, it's going to be some hard hitting, uh, fast, and, uh, and you're going to see a lot of score, uh, a lot of touchdown scores. Versus, especially being Donovan Portier, the quarterback uh, that played in the NFL, he threw for three touchdowns uh, in one quarter. And Jim Harbaugh and Mike Tomlin came to watch him play. So yeah. you know, I, I got some, I have some weapons. I'm very excited. Definitely. So let's talk about the kicking, the scoring. Um, rebounding off the nets, man. I think that's the coolest thing. How's all that play? Okay, so in, in our league, we, we play arena one rules, but we don't have the net. So if the ball goes in the stand, of course, the fans get to keep the ball. Oh, really? Uh, nice. Yes, they get to, they get to keep the ball. Um, the actual, if we kick from one end zone to the other, then that's, you know, that's a point. Yeah. Uh, but we got arena rules. There's no challenge flag. Uh, in arena one, we had a challenge yeah. flag, and yeah. we also had an instant replay. We don't have that. Uh, but it is. It's 200 feet long, the, the field, mm-hmm. and it's actually 50 yards, 85 width uh, again. But, we, you know, it's, it's, it's full 60 minutes, three timeouts for first and, and our second quarter. It's very exciting. I mean, I'm, I'm excited to have to uh, be playing the ring one rules. Only difference is we just don't have the, the net and we don't have the actual challenge, uh, challenge okay. flag. Well, let me, let me throw something else that's really, really important, especially maybe younger guys, but also guys like me, cool, Papa Smash. Uh, and that is cheerleaders, man. What's going on with cheerleaders? Well, how um, they, how do they get on near on or near the field to cheer? Well, we got. I tell you what, we got a, a great group of girls. Yeah. Uh, we have fourteen uh, that actually made the cut. Nice. Uh, actually, they're practicing. Actually, actually, they're practicing as we speak. And then yeah. on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So, uh, a lot of them have a, a lot of ton of experience. I have a coach, uh, Lauren. She was a graduate from Linda Woods. Mm-hmm. And I also have two choreographers and fourteen girls. A lot of some of the girls dance with the ambush. Some have danced in the NFL, so we're we're very excited. You know, this year, you know, the main thing, uh, a, a smash, is just to get through this first year, and next year, uh, it's it's going to be pretty 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 uh, good. I can't I can't wait. I tell you, one of the things you got to do with your your PA announcer, Paul Arca, your your chaplain there, cousin Paul, as I call him, Chaplain Paul, now <laughs> is you, you, if by chance you ever need anybody to do a TD dance, when Isaac Bruce would go in for the TD. <laughs> He didn't right. know how to dance. Cousin Paulie would come out and stand there in the end zone and dance for Isaac Bruce. You might use him <laughs> to your advantage. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> That's, well, buddy, I just wanted to tell everybody football is back 
in the loop. Back, so back in the, loop. the team is, is named the Bandits, St. Louis Bandits, right? Yes, yes, sir. St. Louis Bandits. And what are the colors? The team colors? We're actually uh, we weren't we're red, black, and white. But on game day, I'm gonna I'm gonna come out in our brand new white uniforms, all white, because yeah. the other team, uh, due to the COVID, they're white. Uh, light colors are on back order, so we're going to wear all white uh, on the road. I have four different uniforms. Really, I have nice. al- I have Austin at home. Also have Austin on the road, but we just we're going to go all white, and the players in the helmets, uh, the uniforms are at the top yeah. by far the best. So yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited for the fans to come in. Uh, also, my field won't be ready. The field that we de- that we designed through yeah. Brian Jones Construction won't be ready until uh, late June but so we have a a, a lease field mm-hmm. uh, just to get me through the season because I didn't want to I didn't want to end the season but we're excited to at least be playing but hopefully we you know that we get far as in the playoffs and mm-hmm. I can introduce my new field and I'm excited for the fans to so, see that it, it's um, it's remarkable if somebody and I'm going to close it out with this coach talking with coach Hunt here the new coach of the new St. Louis Bandits coming to town here in another week or so uh what kind of merch can we get? Can we? Can we buy jerseys as fans? Yeah. And what can we yeah. do? Well, I just I just met with my uh, print company, uh, yeah. Mary. She's at Artware. Uh, you can actually uh, go. You can go to my website, or you can actually uh, artware dot com. Yeah. I'll send, I'm gonna send out a link uh, tonight here. But we will be selling merchandise at the games. Uh, and and that one thing I told Mary, I'll make it more reasonable. Uh, you know, because I definitely, like I said, with football being back, I think it's exciting. I want to make it reasonable even coming to a game and to purchase merchandise as well. Beautiful. And the food's going to be running rampant out there at the family oh, arena. Got great I, concessions. I, I tell you what, Smash, first game, I'm, I'm getting rally towels. I want the fans to, you know, to feel, to feel the actual atmosphere. Uh, uh, we, we're going to put on a show. Okay. And i got to ask one last question. Jeez, I'm running out of time. But one last question. Coach Hunt, who is – the ownership of the team is nobody named Cronky, is it? <laughs> no, no, sir. Okay. Now that's actually my family, and um, oh, nice. We we uh, started this process about yeah. uh, going on twenty months ago. Yeah, uh, you know, so we're we've been working very hard and you know due diligence trying to put this together. Yeah, and we we uh, you know like I said, for us the uniforms, the field, yeah. the actual equipment, and things like that, the housing. We just got the housing, uh, you know, better. Yeah. Uh, so we we've been working really hard. So right now we're doing really well. We're excited. Uh, we just can't wait to get up to get to our first game. Well, bravo to you and the family, man. Let's support the St. Louis Bandits website <laughs> once again, Coach. stlouisbanditsfootball.com. Can I talk to you next week before the first game again? Yes, sir. Yes, All sir. Right, I'm going to do that. Good morning, happy. All right. Smash Daily right here. It's 107.1 FM, the Big Z. <laughs> Guaranteed nonstop turtle battle. Because I am at where you is. The Smash Daily Podcast at smashdaily.com. All right. Well, I know how to present this to you. Smash with you right here. WBGZ 107.1 FM. The Big Z. Because, you know, uh, Doug Jenkins puts this on this date stuff together. News you can use. And so I try to pop off on some of this... Uh, on this date type stuff, play various songs from on this date. But I love one of the greatest concerts I ever seen in my time was George Michael 
believe it or not. George Michael, that dude was an entertainer. That dude was a performer. That dude was so good. And why, on this date in 1998, British pop star George Michael, why he was arrested on suspicion of committing a lewd act in a restroom, in a public restroom, at Will Rogers Park in Beverly Hills. Why he did, I don't know. He pleaded no contest. He was fined, you ready for this? He was fined $810 and ordered uh, to perform 80 hours of community service. That was 1998. I'm thinking to myself, man, what was wrong with you? How stupid can you be? Because sometimes, though, you know, you get, you get these people and they, they, they want to be voyeurs, you know, and, and they want to do stuff. And in a way, they want to get caught, but they don't want to get caught. I'm just thinking, George Michael, why would you do that in some public restroom? Loot act. We know what he did. You can imagine. Imagine there's no headphones. You can imagine. And you have the opportunity at your level of stardom, living a magnificent life, and you're hanging out in Beverly Hills at the park, and then going into the bathroom waiting for somebody to come on in and, and, and do that? It's like, dude, the privacy of your own home. Why would you do that? But sometimes guys get off like a big dog doing that stupid stuff. But this was the day. Everybody knew about it. I mean, it got big, big publicity. But it was 1998 on now. I'm going back to 1984 where it started for this guy here. One of the great performances I ever saw in my time was George Michael. But this was back when he was with Wham. And I probably, you know, probably what got him arrested was uh, there in the bathroom. Probably what got him arrested. He was working his jitterbug. Let's go.
Smash, Smash Daily Style for as long as you was able to tune in today. Performance time, Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 o'clock, right here on WBGZ 107.1 FM. The Big Z. So until the next time, I am G-O-H-N gone. I am G-O-H-N gone. So gone, I was not even here. So have yourself a good one, no matter what that one happens to be.